Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm here with my favorite size instant pot, the 8-quart. Don S. asked a question, is the 8-quart instant pot ever too big? That's what we're going to ask, answer today on Ask Wardy. Please know that the transcript and all the links are ready for you at askwardy.tv. Let's get into it. So here's Don's full question, and Don will be getting a free gift from us, a mini e-course for asking this question that I answer on the air. He says, great info regarding the Instant Pot. Thank you. Was there ever a situation when you felt the 8-quart Instant Pot was too large to produce the food quality you wanted or it cooked inefficiently or improperly? Example, when only making 4 quarts of yogurt or when preparing a small quantity of food. Always nice to have the bigger capacity if needed, especially for canning, as long as it doesn't negatively affect in other ways. Agree with you about the duo, which is this one, being an all-around suitable model. Thank you. Great YouTube channel, Dawn. Dawn, this is such a great question. Everyone, for context, we have a whole series of Ask Wardy episodes um, on the Instant Pot, and at the transcript, they are linked, at least one of them, and recipes, so you can investigate further. And so this is a great question that came up to Dawn. I'm really happy to answer it. So just write out, is the 8-quart Instant Pot ever too big? The simple answer is no, not in my opinion. For a while, I actually had a six quart instant pot in addition to two eight quarts. Our daughter Hania had the one in six quart that she got when she was married, and I gave her our six quart. So now she has two. She wishes she had an eight quart, and we have two of the eight quarts. And I have never missed having the six quart because I've been able to do everything I want in the eight quart. Specifically though, because Dawn mentioned some specifics, smaller quantity of yogurt like four quarts, well that's no trouble to do just a few quarts of yogurt in the eight quart instant pot. What about other foods though? Well the thing is, is you can do in the eight quart, you can do smaller quantities of food like in these stackable pans. By the way, I have a, uh, is it a 10% off? Yeah, 10% off coupon for these from a particular seller on Amazon. You can find the link to that um, at askwardy.tv. This is episode 126. Or if you're using a steamer basket, which this is a cool one that was just sent to me. There's a link to that too at the show notes. They're dividable, so you can steam three different kinds of foods. And so if you use smaller inserts like these or Pyrex bowls in your eight quart, you've actually got a really good use of space and you can more easily access, move around in and out these different um, accessories when you have the added space of an eight quart instant pot. So again, smaller quantities of food, ease of use, it's all the best it could be, in my opinion, in the eight quart instant pot. And in addition, you might be using the eight quart for other functions than pressure cooking, like maybe you're sauteing small amounts of something, which I do all the time. We even do homemade salves and things in the instant pot, so we're just melting a little bit of oil with beeswax maybe in the bottom. The eight quart is just fine for that. Crock pot function, it's just fine. 
and I just feel that this size is fine. It's never cooked inefficiently or improperly, even with small quantities of food. So that is my bottom line. No, it hasn't ever been an issue since I've only had the eight quart in our house for a number of months. I haven't wished that I still had the six quart back. I do wanna mention another bottom line and this comes directly from Instant Pot and it has to do with the minimum liquid requirement. As you know, when pressure cooking, there is a minimum liquid requirement. You need a minimum amount of liquid to um, just do pressure cooking, it involves a minimum amount of water to pressurize. And the Instant Pot Duo Manual states, always add at least 18 fluid ounces or 500 milliliters of liquid for the minimum liquid requirement. So that's about two and a quarter cups. So as long as you have that much liquid in there for pressure cooking, you can safely pressure cook any quantity of food, whether small or large. Please keep in mind though, because of the extra space in the eight quart Instant Pot, that pressurizing and depressurizing is going to take longer. However, that doesn't have to do anything with the amount of food, uh, that it just has to do with the space in the eight quart Instant Pot. So whether you're doing a small amount or a large amount, it's just gonna take a little bit of time more. And maybe that's to your point, Don, where you say inefficiently or improperly, but in my opinion, that's not inefficient or improperly, it just comes with the territory. And to me, the extra time has not been significant enough for me to say, I wish I had the six quart again. Now, Don, I have to mention this because you mentioned canning in your question. You said, always nice to have the bigger capacity if needed, especially for canning. And I wanna be sure to clarify that we do not recommend pressure canning in the Instant Pot. We err on the side of caution when it comes to pressure canning. According to the National Center for Home Food Preservation, there is no electric pressure cooker that's safe for home canning. Additionally, and I have to read this exactly because I'm sure I'll mess up details, because the pressure cooker is regulated by a pressure sensor instead of a thermometer, the actual temperature may change based on the elevation of your location. Therefore, it may not achieve a high enough temperature to can food safely. So with both of these things in mind, the National Center for Home Food Preservation's recommendations and the fact of how the temperature is regulated in here, we cannot and do not recommend you use the Instant Pot for home pressure canning. So Dawn, there is my answer. Hopefully that was helpful. If anybody listening here is brand new to the Instant Pot, I wanna make sure and tell you what is the Instant Pot anyway. The Instant Pot is an amazing multi-appliance electric for your home. It does pressure cooking, crock-pot cooking, uh, sauteing, and many other functions. So it can absolutely eliminate a lot of different appliances in your home. Like if you have a separate rice cooker and crock-pot and pressure cooker, you could just have this. So it's very, it's portable, it's versatile, and we love it. That is what the Instant Pot is. If you'd like more Instant Pot info, reviews, and recipes, so you can check out my previous Ask Wardy episode 48, which Instant Pot should I buy? Which size and model is best for my family? And I know Dawn in particular watched that one because this question is based on that. If you haven't already, be sure to download our free recipe the Instant Pot Sourdough Cornbread Recipe. It's easy, yummy, and healthy, and it uses the Instant Pot. You can get it if you go to tradcookschool.com slash ipcornbread, all one word. And finally, if you go to the transcript at askwardy.tv, you look for episode 126, you'll find an additional link that gives you, that shows you all the healthy, yummy, easy Instant Pot recipes in our archive. And there's a lot, and they're really good, if I don't say so myself. 
If you've got questions or comments, uh, feedback about size, we'd love to hear it. You can put a comment wherever you're watching, or you can visit the transcript, askwardy.tv, episode 126. And before I sign off, let me welcome you to submit a question for Ask Wardy that I would love to answer in the future. If we do select and use your question for a future episode of Ask Wardy, you will get a gift like Dawn. And thank you so much, everyone, for being here. God bless you. Talk to you later. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.